podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence and is not recommended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. If you like our podcast, follow us on Instagram at Colt Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Colt Podcast Show for show updates. And please rate and review our show on iTunes. If you've been in a cult and you want to tell us about it, email us at cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require monetary or physical sacrifices as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organization in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits, and as always... These are our opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us again, we have Andrea Gazetta. Yay! All right, so today we are talking about the House of Yahweh. Now, if you've been with us for a little bit, you may know about Yahweh Ben Yahweh or the Nation of Yahweh, which we did before. Completely different cult. Very similar names. More yeah. like Nahweh, am I right? Okay. That's highly offensive to Jewish people. Uh, How dare you? Don't. Uh, if you're curious, I mean, obviously on our Nation of Yahweh episode, we talked about the word Yahweh a lot and kind of what that means to a lot of people, why they chose it. Um, I'm not going to go into it again because yeah. it was a long ass episode of a lot of Bible <laughs> verses. A good way to sum it up is Yahweh, more like Nahweh. Nah, yeah. Uh, a good way to sum it up is it's a very important <laughs> word to a lot of people and these people are going to bastardize the hell out of it. So yep. prep yourself. Uh, our sources for today are www.yahweh.com. They got there before Nation of Yahweh. Every time we... Fuckers. Any time we do a source that starts with www, I, you get two W's in and I go, please end it with E. Please say WWE <laughs> and we're doing a wrestling cult, baby. Oh, I'll Ooh. find one. That'd be great. Uh, we've also got The House of Yahweh, colon, My Side of the Story by Kay Hawkins. Uh, which is a book, but she also has a blog, uh, which is hawkinshouseofyahweh.wordpress.com. I thought it would just be called my blog, colon, (laughs) her name. Colon K. Hawkins. Uh, CBS News, uh, The Bible, and the prophetic word show broadcast by the House of Yahweh. Is that like words with friends, but with prophecies? I only wish. Um, So It's more like uh, words with... People who don't have your best interest at heart. But that app didn't sell as well. (laughs) Um, So here's kind of the strange thing about House of Yahweh. We have uh, a lot of information about what they believe and um, things that they have either been publicly um, accused of or uh, proclamations that they have made publicly, things that they've published but we don't have a ton of origin info. That's kind of the tough part about this one. Um, So the few things I could gain about their actual origin, I had to gain from both the things on their website as well as um, Kay's website, who is the ex-wife of the cult leader, one of many. He was married to multiple women at the same time. 
How fun. Yeah. And and then a, f- a little bit for, from CBS did kind of a deep dive. Um, so the leader of the cult is a guy named, he refers to himself as Yisrael Hawkins. <laughs> now... It sounds like uh, one of the one of the things that Drake originally passed over for yeah the right for a like it's yeah. too close to Jesus I can't um, also double joke passed over thank you hey so, so oh you goyim the, um, <laughs> this this cult is taking biblical or Jewish words and replacing Y's and I's and J's interchangeably. So they and and not even in the same way. Like so, they take out Y's and like put in a J, or they'll they'll take out I's and J's and put in Y's, but not all the time. Like oh. they pick it and choose it, and then for we a lot fuck of this language, up. yeah. Well, yeah. and then for a lot of like the books of the Bible, they've like reinvented the names, and I'm like, Matthew is a Jewish name, man. Like this, it's a Jewish name. You <laughs> like, know what I gotta say about that? Oh, vage. Oh no! <laughs> it's so it's usually they really mangled <laughs> that. Israel, okay, uh, and it's spelled Y I S R A Y L. Israel, and it, they like specifically have done it to make it look more Jewish while being not at all. Like, are they Jewish? They follow many Jewish tenets. Okay. And I'll get into why in a sec. That's They're Jew-ish. Um, they, yeah, it's it's a little complicated. Um, they, yeah, and, and it's one thing where, like, even just the word Israel, like, you've replaced one I, but then left another I, and then you replaced an A. There's another one uh, who is... Uh, Jacob, which is how you would pronounce Jacob, but not how it's spelled. But they've like Y A C C O B, and I'm like, that's not it at all. There's also uh, Yedidiah is another one, <laughs> Yedidiah and uh, Daniel with a Y. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's them really trying to sell the authenticity of their religion by renaming and creating new words. Uh, and very unsuccessfully. Oh hey, boy. what's our uh, what's our plan for the afterlife? Fu- we're not talking. We're just talking about wise right now. Okay, <laughs> write this down. This um, is the lame version of an already really lame thing that I don't know if you guys will relate to. Do you remember in uh, in in when growing up when you were either when you joined either a goth or a scene phase? And then I did everyone, have scene bangs for a long time. Everyone yes. was like, "No, I'm not Armando. I'm actually Darkness." No, I kept my name. <laughs> Here's the thing: I made anime friends, and oh. my friend called me Tamachan. So, <laughs> oh my god, you do look like an anime character. You do look like a Tamachan. <laughs> yeah. You look like an anime character in a Japanese instructional video on doing laundry. Oh my god, that is. That is the most accurate thing that I've is, ever heard. So, can we... Look, we were gonna roast battle. <laughs> I hope that was a roast battle joke you wrote for no. me. It's so good. That's from right now. It's so good. That's a cheese-inspired joke. Uh, Tamachan Shinrikyo over here. <laughs> Mondo's high on so much cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's, we've eaten our weight in cheese. 
Um, Which is a lot. It's a lot. Um, so at first I thought they were just changing their names. And then the long, the more I dug, I found, I came across, uh, they were quoting verses in one of their pamphlets and they, they're a pamphlet cult. They're a book cult. There's an entire Ooh. like cult store online, five pages of just books, all written by Israel. Um, also known as Buffalo Bill. He goes by Buffalo what? Bill or Israel interchangeably. Every book has a buffalo on it, but they're all like the way of Yahweh with like a buffalo on it. And I'm like, buffaloes are not indigenous to the Middle East, man. That must be a nightmare to edit because they get so like on your software. There's it's just red lines. Just so oh many God, red everywhere. lines. Oh, yeah. uh, so many. It's like, oh, fuck. Um, I was reading one of the pamphlets on the nuclear baby. I'll get to it. Uh, I was reading one of the pamphlets and they tried to quote a verse and they said it was Mattathiah 27, 24-7. And I was just like, Mattathiah? And for a second, I was just like, okay, I know they also follow the Torah and the Pentateuch, allegedly, according to them. So I went and searched the Torah and the Pentateuch being like, is there another book I do not know about? No. No. They just meant Matthew. And then for Jonathan, it's like, yachaka-chaka, wow. Like, it was like, it was even crazier where I was like, that's not a Jewish name. Like, what the hell are you doing? And it gets even crazier because if you go through the actual, like, bookstore on their site, he's written, like, an addendum to the Bible where it's like, the book of Israel, 1 through 12. Oh, boy. Oh, it is, like... Also, uh, just as a small aside, Mattathiah sounds like the name of a strip club DJ. It does. Yeah, Mattathiah on the ones and twos. More like Methodiah. Okay. It's, ap- <laughs> <laughs> it's apocryphabulous. It's oh. real crazy. Um, yes, queen. Yes. So. With uh, the triple Y. Triple Y. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Triple Y, 14 A's. Uh, so... In 1974, J.G. Hawkins, who's Israel's brother, who later changed his name to Jacob, um, he visited Israel. Now, the amount of time he was there differs. Okay, the, the place. He visited the place. Okay, all right. The actual place. Uh, visited the country of Israel, or the region of Israel. We'll go with region. Um, some stories say that he was there for seven years. Which is a long time. It's a heck of a time. You start a life yeah. at that point. What, how, how, what year was this? 1974. And he was an adult at this point. Are other stories saying that he was there for like a couple of days? Other stories just don't specify. Okay. So, so I was going to say like... I've, he's I've, there for an amount of time. I've done a trip to uh, Nogales, Arizona and I was there for like three days and I was like, I have been here for months. <laughs> Get me out of this garbage place, please. Um, No, I mean, he was definitely there for at least, I would say minimum probably a solid six months. Also, what are the odds that he just went to like Cleveland and got off the plane and was like, this is Israel. Very strong. So strong. Perfect. Entirely possible. Uh, so he came back and claimed that he had found, quote unquote, proof that Yahweh was God's only recognized name. Now, I understand why he might think that. <laughs> um, that would have been probably the recognized name for most of the Jewish faith. However, they usually don't say Yahweh. No. As we covered in our previous Yahweh episode, that's the formal holy name for God. 
Typically, it's not spoken or written. Yeah. It's usually written as the Tetragrammaton, which are those four letters. Because you're not supposed to write down God's name. Right. Because oh. then it can be physically destroyed. What's the Tetragrammaton? Uh, Y-H-W-H. Yahweh. So It's the symbol that uh, Jews use for, for yeah. God. Yeah. So but as opposed to writing the whole Isn't that the same world. thing as what words are? Words are just no. symbols to describe It's just shorthand. It's, it's also it's like a shorthand. weird loophole. The other thing is, too, is that you can really get down into the details, but it's just a loophole. And in, in the Jewish faith, and even in the Christian faith, too, there are so many names for God that are literally interchangeable. Exactly. Um, Yahweh. Adonai. Um, Jehovah. Adonai, Jehovah. Kanye. No. Hope. Hope. Uh, so <laughs> JG came back, changed his name to Jacob. Uh, he thinks that he has proved that Yahweh is God's only recognized name. Uh, he convinces his brother Bill, <laughs> Buffalo Bill. Of course. Um, and Bill legally changes his name to Israel, and they begin the house of Yahweh in Bill's home. <laughs> now, if you're wondering what was Bill doing this whole time that JG was in Israel, uh, he was a cop. Oh, where? He, where is this? Abilene, Texas. <laughs> this oh, is not going to go well. Boy. Well, especially not because he was suspended from the force for having beer in his patrol car. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, he, at the same time, was also managing um, some trailer parks. <sighs> that is where he met Kate, who is his second or third wife. I could not verify. Um, at the time that they met, he already had a baby with somebody else, but we don't know who was quite married to who. He's also married to a couple other people. Concurrently and or Concurrently. Mm. Yeah. And people who join the cult very often change their last name to Hawkins. So it's very hard to kind of determine who he legally married versus who joined the cult and then just changed their last name. So, like, you'll find interviews, like, the CBS article had um, a number of interviews where it'd be, like, Tamara Hawkins, you know, Yedidiah so-and-so, and and you're just like, who is who? Who is actually related? And we see see this a lot in uh, different cults where, like, again, I I brought it up before, but the Ant Hill kids. Yeah, and the Source family. And the Source family, they all change their last name. It gives you a sense of family, of belonging. Mm -hmm. And then it subconsciously plants that in there of, like, well, do you want to betray your family? It's also a legal issue, too, because now if you're legally part of this family... They have legal ties. And exactly. that'll come in in this cult in a big way. I'm just saying, the only time you should change your name uh, is if you're an actor and you got a real Nazi-sounding last name. That's the only time. <laughs> yeah, like Nazi von Hitlerberg. Yeah. <laughs> Which is totally no fine ever, to say... No one's ever changed their name from that. No one. <laughs> no one ever. That's Wait. for you deep cutters out there. What's up? All right, so... Plus, if your last name is Hawkins, you can ask anyone to the dance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in your khaki pants. Oh. Uh, so these two brothers claim that they are the two witnesses prophesied in Revelation 11 to prepare the world for the second coming of Christ, who they call Yeshua. So they also believe that Yeshua. Jesus and any other name of God is actually blasphemy and the name of a demon. They believe all existing Christian religions are farcical and demonic and are evil. But are you sure? <laughs> I am as sure. Excuse me, ma'am. I am as sure as 
as there are beers in the back of my patrol car. Okay, <laughs> I am I am drunk and positive. Um, so, according to Revelation eleven three to six verses three through six, uh, the two witnesses will quote prophesy for one thousand two hundred sixty days, clothed in sackcloth. And if anyone tries to harm them, fire comes from their mouths and devours their enemies. They have power to shut up the heavens so that it will not rain during the time that they're prophesying and they have the power to turn waters into blood and strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they want plague is huge so they constantly prophesy that the plagues of the ten commandments are coming back it's it's in like half their pamphlets where they're just like watch out plagues are gonna come in september they're just super into it if there's two things that are coming back it's plagues and 80s clothing it is hot right now coming back uh neither of the brothers has ever produced any miracles that have been documented i Uh, thought every child was a miracle there's a lot of them uh (laughs) and none of them uh none of their prophecies have come true so far uh, you, you know, there's one time where, like, he was like, "I bet the Jets are gonna win," and then they did. And it was like, "I, am I bet prophet. we're gonna have mashed potatoes for dinner." I knew it. The <laughs> Lord is with me. Uh, Jacob, the older brother, uh, passed away in 1991, and uh, 1,260 days has long passed <laughs> since they started this cult. Um, and then the younger brother actually passed away in 2006, I believe. Damn. Yeah. What happened to him? Old. Oh, are they that he old? He was old. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he was in his 70s, I believe. So. Okay. Um, oh, boy, that's a California 90. Yeah, that's a California 103. <laughs> uh, the House of Yahweh compound, uh, it's about 120 miles northeast of Warren Jeff's ranch. Now, can you call it a compound, or is it still a double trailer? No, it is a compound. So that's kind of the difference between this and Warren Jeff's Ranch. So if you guys remember when they raided Warren Jeff's, and I know we haven't covered it on this show yet. This we'll is Ruby Ridge, it. right? No, this is FLDS uh, Super Mormons. Oh, This boy. is the one, this was only a couple years ago, where they let all those girls out in the matching dresses with the crazy hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This the, is what Kimmy Schmidt was based on. Kimmy Schmidt's based yeah. on. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. So that, that ranch is about 120 miles away, um, and that ranch had, like, nothing. So... By com- contrast, the House of Yahweh compound has wind generators, a cafeteria, a food processing plant, dozens of tractor trailer rigs holding canned goods. It also has stores. So they have their own stores carrying handmade toiletries and clothing. They have a town, essentially. Like, we look at compounds a lot and we look at stuff like Elohim City or the FLDS ranch or like the source family where it's kind of just like a house where people live, but it's not necessarily self-sufficient. Yeah. This mm. is a town. This, it is its own thing. Yeah. This is like, um, if you've ever, if you've ever gone onto like a, a, um, a military base, it's kind of surreal. I used to live in San Diego. I went to Camp Pendleton a couple of times. It's really, it's, it's its own city. Especially Pendleton. Pendleton is huge. Yeah, Pendleton. It's its huge. own like little city. They have all the shops there. They have their own suburbs, their own roads, their own patrol. Like they have their own place. Like it's its own little city. I feel like on a smaller scale, that's what probably this was. That's, that's kind of what, what this is. Like. Um, the main. They've got kind of like a main hub with a main meeting area, which is twelve 
thousand square feet. And would you look at that right there? We just got a cold stone. <laughs> <laughs> Most of their stuff is handmade, long sleeves, very kind of similar to um, Well, House on the Prairie. A little bit, yeah. They they've got their main meeting area, they've got a bunch of stores and outposts around it, and then essentially all of the families have motor, like motorhomes, mobile homes, and trailers that kind of border the compound. Here's the thing: all the land and often the trailers are owned, or at one time were before he passed away, by Buffalo Bill. So, okay. Such a creepy name. So we're in. Um, yeah, I just realized every iteration of anyone named Buffalo Bill has been just a real bad person. Would you prophesy with me? <laughs> prophesy so hard. I'd prophesy me. It yeah. puts the Bible on this desk or else it gets the hose again. Um, yeah, I can't do a good Buffalo Bill. I put a lotion on the basket. Would, would you prophesize me? There you go. So I'd prophesize me. Um, also, um, so this takes place in Texas, right? This is in Abilene, Texas. How are we talking on, uh, how are we looking on arms? I have two. And um, the right to bear them. Not, not gun happy. This is not necessarily oh. a gun cult. They are a doomsday cult. Yeah. Like a hardcore doomsday cult. And we'll, we'll see, get into their prophecies and So the mix of that, the, the, uh, the mix of that, the mix of it being in Texas, especially the former cop thing had me thinking they were definitely yeah this sounds like waco jr no it's really not he fully embraces in a way his own fake brand of judaism like yarmulke and everything (sighs) this is i keep referencing it and i'm so sorry but this is like in uh Arrested Development. This is exactly what th- it's like. He thought that he was like, it, I can't do it today. It's the Sabbath. And he's like, it is Wednesday. Um, <laughs> I would love to play a video for you right now of one of his, uh, just a snippet. Oh, let's plug it in. Of one of his sermons. For centuries... Bible prophecy has baffled the minds of men. Mistranslations and traditions have shrouded the original writings, causing men to disbelieve the authenticity of the inspired Holy Scriptures. We need to add why so they believe us. Pastor and overseer of the House of Yahweh. (laughs) They superimposed a synagogue. Yeah, and and he does not preach in a synagogue. He's not Jewish. Research. This prolific author and spokesman reveals why the destruction of Prolific isn't always a good thing. It's, he's very prolific, though. So is little B. Due to the demand for accuracy, the Book of Yahweh, the Holy Scriptures, will be used in this program. And now, the prophetic word. What is that, papyrus? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, greetings, everyone. Once again, this is Israel Hawkins coming to you from the House of Yahweh in Abilene, Texas. He's got a buffalo in the back. Prophetic word program. I've been telling everyone for quite some time now that you will not uh, survive what is coming next on this world Whoa. unless you have the help of Yahweh. And, of course, the scripture shows you how to get the help of Yahweh. I'm sold. You won't get it in the churches. They don't They don't worship the Creator Yahweh. They worship gods and lords, and they worship the dead. They're actually worshiping dead lords and gods. But, but Yahweh but. says, in the last days, I will establish my house. And, of course, uh, he says his house will take this message 
to all the world, and then the end will come. If you turn over to Micaiah, um, uh, the... the uh, he didn't even have it ready. Uh, the, we find this prophecy about, about the last days. He says, I have no idea what Micaiah is. I have studied a ton of Bible. No clue. Now, if you turn to the page of Mackenzie... <laughs> and, of course, uh, as Zechariah shows... Um, he says uh, that before this time period... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and stop it there because it's 28 minutes long. Too long. We're not going to watch that. Yeah. Um, but you get the gist, basically. He sounds like a guy who would definitely hate the Jews. <laughs> yeah, but but and yet he's full on into it. The thing that blows my mind is the various... Tra- like, they, they keep some traditions and then they lose some. Like, they actually wear the traditional Jewish dresses, not dresses, but like ceremonial garb. Okay. Um, Are they, like, they dress like Hasidic Jews. They dress like Hasidic Jews. Okay. Um, he's got the, he's got a yarmulke. He's got, it's, it's kind of like they've adopted all of these, but then they don't necessarily adopt the beliefs that go along with them. Um, except that they do practice all Jewish holidays and feasts. Just like, uh, Yellow Dolly. <laughs> Kind of very similar. I mean, they do and too. They, they take they off also, Yom Kippur and yeah. And they also um, believe in Yeshua as opposed to Jesus, even though Jesus is a form of the name Joshua, which yeah. is Yeshua. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same damn thing. It sounds like a mix of Yoshi and Cashew. Rose by any other name would is still Jesus. Right? Still be Jesus. Yeah. Um. So the group kind of moved out to rural Abilene or kind of the outskirts of Abilene um, in Clyde, Texas. They're kind of in between Abilene and Clyde. Um, So they would have room to celebrate week-long Old Testament fests and feasts. Sorry, feasts. Um, It's like the lamest burning man ever. Um, his wife at the time, or his his wife, come to our festival where we got burning bush. Oh, word! Yeah, but not not that one. No, um, Keith, not that one. <laughs> Keith, go home. Um, so his ex-wife Kate on her blog talks about this time, saying um, that in 1977 he. Had resigned his position with the police department after being suspended and coming back. Um, she she said she didn't realize at the time that he had opportunities to be constantly excited and stimulated, and that once he left this environment, he would seek other means to indulge his senses. Um, he went on to get into baking. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, he went on to um, consistently cheat on her. She documents a lot of it, but she also says that he didn't really care about religion until he thought it could make him money. So she's, I mean, obviously upset. (laughs) Wait, that creepy, ugly dude with the hat was cheating on this lady? Oh, with so many women. Oh, He has married multiple people. Yeah, he was arrested for bigamy. Do you think his, uh, do you think his affairs were as boring as his video is? (gasps) So they started out in a house, but then quickly grew... Um, and by 1990, they had a bit of a compound going. And at that point, uh, Israel started preaching that polygamy was accepted and, in fact, preferred. Boy, that was real quick of him. He real really, quick. He really, it was, I don't know. That's, uh, he just moved too fast. 
Too fast. Well, and his brother died a year later, leaving him in charge of literally everybody. All the bitches. All the bitches. So, on their website, they keep coming back to this whole thing about them being brothers set to deliver the information about the apocalypse. And they claim that they're pulling this information from Isaiah with a Y, which, like, I-S-A-Y-A-H. Like, what? That makes no sense. Anyway, Isaiah 44, 1 through 8. Um, Yet now I hear Jacob, my servant, and Israel, who I have chosen. This is what Yahweh says. Who made you informed you from the womb? Who will help you? Do not be afraid. Jacob, my servant, beloved Israel, who I am of, who, uh, whom I have appointed. And they're arguing that that is the two of them, that it's two people. Uh, what they're neglecting to remember and neglecting to read, I guess, in the Bible, is that Jacob and Israel are the same person. <laughs> like, if you're not, if you don't know, okay. This is what happens when you have a fourth grade education. I'm fucking telling you, man. And you go to teach the Bible. Like, here's hey, the, this guy was a cop in Texas, okay? Here's the thing. Oh, third, third grade, grade education. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> As, as a fourth grader in my fancy Bible school, I would have known that this was bullshit. And here's what frustrates me. No one Googled anything. Or if they did, they have a disclaimer. I'll get to it later. But, like, all it would take is to type both of those names, first of all, spelled correctly. Because they, the spelling is real getting to me. Anyway. So, if you had bothered to Google it, you would have found Genesis 32, 22 through 31, uh, at which point Jacob wrestles with God, literally and figuratively. Um, and what? Yes. <laughs> so, I'll read it for you I now. I forgot about that part. Uh, that night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 sons and crossed the ford of the Jabbok River. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, Your, no- your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel. Because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. He replied, why do you ask my name? And then he blessed him there. So Jacob and Israel are the same person. He, he basically was gifted a new name. And it's, that's consistent through the whole rest of the Bible. They're not two different people. These people are morons. It's very frustrating for me. <laughs> that sounds awful. It also sounds like he just uh, put his family in a truck, a Ford, if you will, uh, drove him across some shitty river, and then went back to go uh, do some wrestling with a man. Well, it's it's kind of an interesting part in the Bible where it's like, where did this man come from? Did you not notice him? Why don't you know him? It's kind of very unclear. I love how um, he's like, no, he was an angel. I was like, are you sure you didn't want to just wrestle a dude? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And that's when God put me in the full Nelson. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it would almost be as if you were just like, it'd be like if you you were like, I'm Jay-Z, this is my brother Hove, we're both here as brothers as this album foretold, and you're like, no, it's it's the same person. Yeah, it'd be like if you were Lil Wayne, and you were like, these are my brother. I'm Lil Wayne, and these are my brothers, Wheezy F Baby, uh, Lil Wheezy, uh, Dwayne Carter, uh, Toonshi, Lil Toonshi, Wheezy F Baby, and the F is for Phenomenal, 
Um, which is one it's of kind of like if you're like I'm Dwayne and this is my brother The Rock. Yeah, we're the Johnsons. <laughs> just real quick, that's something Little Wayne actually said. Just listen to that real quick. Wheezy F baby. Wheezy F baby. And the F is for phenomenal. Oh, he's so upsetting. Here's the other thing. So Buffalo Bill slash Israel loves to write books of doomsday prophecies. It's like his favorite. Here are a few titles. Uh, the Mark of the Beast, Volume One and Two. <laughs> the Lon- him with- Volume One. Uh, you got about- me thinking sequel. Yes, I missed some shit that first. It's time. about my ex-wife. Am I right? Okay. <laughs> oh, all fourteen of them. Uh, the Lost Faith of the Apostles and Prophets. Deceptions concerning Yahweh's calendar of events. <laughs> Devil worship. The shocking facts. Wait, Yahweh's va- calendar. Of, what is it? Wedding planner. Like it's what? Jewish festivals. Is he an assistant? This is yeah, okay. pretty much. Uh, unveiling Satan. The end. In search of a savior. There is someone out there. The two witnesses and quote unquote the peaceful solution. That doesn't sound great. As long as it's not his final one. Right. Um, But most importantly, (laughs) the the biggest one is, quote unquote, the book of Yahweh, the Holy Scriptures. That's their rewritten version of the Bible. Of the Torah, right? No. Of of the Bible. Old and New Testament. Which is why I'm like, you're full of shit if you're practicing the Jewish half, but then also accepting the New Testament, which they do, where they'll celebrate Passover, but then also celebrate the death of Yeshua. And I'm like, what? Hey guys, can you guys read my Spongebob fanfic where it's normal Spongebob, but also Spongebob is a seven foot four man and he's in love with me. (laughs) (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Like, you can't just like, hey, here's this thing, but also, nah. Well, here's the thing. Very many Christians acknowledge Passover as a holiday. Yeah. uh, Because metaphorically, they view the slaying of the lambs during Passover as similar to Christ dying for their sins. So essentially, he's the lamb. It's an echoed metaphor. Um, So it's not crazy to celebrate those two things together if you believe in Jesus. (laughs) Like, if you're... Well, I mean, Yeshua, if you want. I don't really care. But, like, if you are... If you're a believer in, essentially, New Testament theology, those things are concurrent. But if you're if you're ascribing a belief primarily in the Old Testament, which they are because they're heavily into Judaism, mm-hmm. those things don't make sense because in Judaism, the Messiah hasn't come necessarily. Exactly. What did they call Jesus, by the way? Yeshua. Gesundheit. <laughs> How long have you been waiting? <laughs> as long as I've actually had to sneeze. <laughs> um... So the other thing uh, that they've promoted is the building of a third Jewish temple in Jerusalem. Now, if you're not familiar with Jewish temples, uh, there was an original one. Um, It was destroyed. There was um, a a second second, coming, if you uh, will. I'm I'm trying to kind of get my years right, I guess. Uh, Essentially, it's the building that is now the Dome of the Rock is where the temple stood. Oh, you mean uh, Dwayne Johnson's bald head? Yeah, mm-hmm. hey. he's just poking out of the ground. Um, so he's like a diglet. Okay, <laughs> he is like a really buff diglet. You are right. Oh my god, I'm sad I got that reference. Um, diglet and Machoke have a baby love child. Okay, I'm done. So I'm sorry. 
uh, his plan for a third Jewish temple is not to be on that site or even kind of a site nearby that would have been on the original temple site, um, but to rather he follows a map that he has written from the Old Temple or from the Old Testament, specifically uh, the prophecies of Ezekiel. Um, and he's published it in a 13-page brochure detailing the temple construction from biblical measurements. Now, if you're familiar with b- biblical measurements, they're usually measured in cubits, which is like your arm length. <laughs> so it varies based on who's ah, building it. You have to make it 50 gods tall. Right? It's cubits and like, <clears throat> like Egyptian math. Which he does not know, by the way. So there's no way you could actually build this thing. He just kind of drew it. I wanted 50 gods tall and 43 cats wide. (laughs) Uh, That's a mix. Also, the way that he's describing where he wants to build it totally sounds like some dude's just like, all right, guys, so it's like normal church, right? But we just do it at Boomers. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh. I have been to a church at Boomers. What? What? so boomers is like a golf course but they also have meeting rooms for birthdays and stuff so sometimes when churches are real small they'll like find places to meet and literally the church i think my parents go to occasionally right now is right next to a boomers you know how okay so this is the uh this is the order of like amusement parky places there's like an amusement park like a six flags with roller coasters there's the county fair with, that has like roller coasters and rides and stuff, and then there's uh, a like dude a, with a, a bouncy house in his backyard. Well, above that, there's a <laughs> golf course, and then okay. in between the golf course and the county fair is Boomers. Yeah, because they've got oh. like go karts and bumper boats. And they've got a Ferris wheel. Two, the, at least the one near here has two roller coasters. Oh and then, shit! Like, yeah, Ours not 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 not, not big roller coasters. Ours has no rides. These are small little trail things. Um, they have like a big pizza place arcade. Yeah. Uh, they have a normal golf course and like a like a glow in the dark inside golf Ooh. course, like cosmic golf. Where is this magic boomer? Acid golf. Um, it's over near Orange County, I believe. Okay, it's the- next to an RV dealership. It's not the one in Irvine, is it? I think so. No, I've been to that Boomers. That doesn't have all that shit. Yeah, it does. What the fuck? We used to go to that Boomers all the time in college. I've been to that Boomers all the time in There's a secret back room where they had the roller coasters. They're like, nope, not for These pitch. are not like roller coasters. They're just like normal Like rides. little kid ones. Yeah. Oh, but like, I'm afraid of all of them. The so. go-karts are the real shit. And then I loved them until I went on actual go-karts. Yeah. And fucking... Mm. And then I left the go-kart and got in my actual car, and I was like, why is this less fun? It's faster. It's so much faster. <laughs> the, the Boomers by my parents literally just has mini golf, go-karts, bumper boats. Oh, yeah, they have cool. those uh, They have those too. And then an arcade. It doesn't have, like, any other rides. Yeah, we have the them. bumper boats, but they're, it's, like, a big open pool with, like, these waterfalls. Yeah. And you like, and then all of the boats have water guns. That you can shoot at And people. no one shoots on people awesome. on the actual boat. They shoot at their friends waiting off to the side. That's what they go, those They bitches. go, fuck you, Dylan. <laughs> you bitch. You fucking, your mom's a stupid piece of shit, Dylan. Fuck you, Dylan. Are you sure you're not just projecting? Anyway, back to this Texan guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. Dylan. (laughs) Um, So the House of Yahweh believes that, quote, it is the oldest and only true faith. You're here. Heard it here. Oldest faith founded in 1976 (laughs) or 1980, I should say. Lines up. Heads up. Yep. It is the oldest faith 
based on Judaism. Yeah, no, like, for, forget Zoroastrianism or, like, OG Judaism or, you know, like, Buddhism. You name none of those. Or it even is, fire good, me human. Right. <laughs> it is the oldest Y-based faith. <laughs> Amazing. And they hold church at the YMCA. Okay. So they do. Holding church at the YJXW. <laughs> <laughs> um, they do keep all of the German feet. Or German. Oh my God. They do keep all of the Jewish feasts. Whoa. <laughs> We're going to cut the German lip. That was a Freudian hail. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> they do keep all of the Jewish feasts as well as uh, the, sh- the Sabbath, just like Hasidic Jews. So uh, Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread, Pentecost, Feast of Trumpets, Feast of Tabernacles, um, as well as the Day of Atonement. They also celebrate the crucifixion, but they don't celebrate Easter. So they don't celebrate Christmas, Easter, or birthdays. So, so they, they don't cel- like fun. It's well, kind of cel- fucked up that they said we celebrate the crucifixion. That's They celebrate the death and not the rising, because Easter is the rising. Well, I, just, I think it's fucked up that you have a bunch of people that are Jewish adjacent celebrate, like, on that day going, yeah, yeah, we got him, yeah. I mean, that's what happened. No, I'm kidding. It's, it's, <laughs> it was it was a lot of Romans, It was too. the Romans. <laughs> Look into it, sheeple. Um, so they also believe that the House of Yahweh Sanctuary in Eula, Texas, is the only place on Earth where celebratory feasts are to be observed Three times a year, they make a pilgrimage to Abilene to celebrate Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. There is also a House of Yahweh church in Kenya that is very active and has had, uh, is almost a little more culty than this, but has largely been disbanded. You know how I like to think that one started? Uh, Just one phone call where a guy went, hi, I am... uh uh, I'd African like to transfer $16 million into your account. <laughs> into your bank account. And the guy went, hold on, hold on. I'm going to stop you right there. So my name is Yisrael. <laughs> Smile directly into camera. Uh, play out. And then an episode <laughs> on the next episode of this stupid fucking bit. <laughs> <laughs> so part of the reason they gained some national notoriety is because they were real fond of making end times prophecies and I have them here for you. Yay! Oh boy. All right, in 1991, in a documentary entitled Welcome to Armageddon, uh, Hawkins stated four-fifths of the world's population is going to be wiped out between now and the middle of the year 2002. Mark it on your calendar. Four-fifths of the world's population. What day? It did, He didn't give a day? When the interviewer asked, what if what you're saying doesn't happen? He just replied, there is no possibility that it could not take place just as I have told you. Guys, I'm Googling it. and It I think, did, didn't happen. I think Google's broken. It's saying it didn't <laughs> it's happen. It didn't happen. Uh, September 12th, 2006, Hawkins announced that in the House of, in the House of Yahweh newsletter that a nuclear war would be- would begin September 12th, 2006. He claimed that it was a part of uh, the House of Yahweh's commission to warn the nations and the people of the world. Hawkins was interviewed on the web show This is a Knife. <laughs> what? About his apocalyptic, p- apocalyptic predictions. Among other things, he claimed that Abilene, Texas would be saved from impending destruction. So. And invited the show's presenter to join him there so he would be safe. So, uh, what did happen on September 12th, 2006, 
is NBA basketball star Tracy McGrady. And NBA basketball star Tracy McGrady weds Clarenda Harris at the sandy beach in Los Cabos, Mexico. Clarenda Harris. That is such an unfortunate That is a horrendous name. That is a horrendous name. (laughs) (laughs) Clarenda's name. Oh, uh, it was just a red Harris thing. I don't even know where I was going with that. Also, it's got weird. It's okay. got capital letters, but not where you think. Ooh, I love names like that. All right, Clorenda. Where are the capitals? C capital. Wait, no, capital C L capital R. Clorenda. C L O. R E N D A Clorenda. It's just all caps. Oh <laughs> no, where where do you think the caps are? There's multiple capital letters in this name. Oh, uh I think it's K L O and then capital R E N D A. So you guys have gotten something correct. It is uh capital C Okay L E Capital R E N D A. Ooh. Clorenda. That's rough. Anyway, sorry. So um Part of the problem with that September 12th prophecy is that the Kenyan followers um, started to spread the word that a nuclear catastrophe was coming. So they were actually arrested and then subsequently released uh, after giving assurances that they would refrain from inciting fear in the local population following the doomsday date. Uh, They've supposedly fled Kenya. Doomsday date sounds nice. So June 12th, 2007. I liked it. Okay. (laughs) June 12th, 2000. Sounds like a normal date to me. <laughs> March 25th. It's not too hot, not too cold. <laughs> uh, so June 12th, 2007, Hawkins amended his prediction to state that a nuclear war was only conceived on September 12th, 2006, and that it would follow the natural birth cycle of a woman finally being born nine months later on June 12th, 2007. On May 7th, 2007, a new counter was put up on his website, counting down to the June 12th birth date of the, quote, nuclear baby. Whether the entire nuclear event was to take place on that date or in the months leading up to it as well was never made clear. Here's a picture of the nuclear baby. I feel like every baby... Oh, I've seen this. Yeah. I've seen this. He said the war was conceived. conceived. So yeah. here's, here's... I just want to... So when a U.S. president and a terrorist <laughs> organization hate each, each other very, very much... much. <laughs> oh, no. Um, the daddy sends over his missile. <laughs> oh, gross. He also stated that by October 13th, four-fifths or 80% of the human race would be dead from nuclear war. Uh, which did not happen, basically. Uh, the next year, June 12th, 2008, he stated that nuclear war would begin that day. Since the passing of this date without incident, Hawkins is yet to predict another date for a nuclear war. Isn't he dead? He is dead. So, uh, legal issues. In 2006, a former House of Yahweh member pled guilty to injuring her child by criminal negligence for performing home surgery on her seven-year-old daughter, which led to her death. Home surgery? Yeah. I don't even like homeschooling. (laughs) Well, this is all in the compound. You don't really leave the compound. What kind of surgery? It was on her leg. She had, like, an injury on her leg, and they I think she tried to stitch her up, and the girl died from shock. 
Yeah, that's kind of what no. I, I feel like the way that it happened is she was like, I gotta go to a hospital, and they were like, you, there's only one way out of the compound, in a body bag, and right. she was like, you're my surgeon, please don't say yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So, in 2007, October, um, Yedediah Hawkins, again, somebody who's taken the Hawkins last name, even though they're not a Hawkins, uh, but he was an elder for House of Yahweh, and he was arrested for the sexual assault of his 14-year-old stepdaughter. Ah. Fuck! So, during an interview at the Abilene Police Department's Child Advocacy Center, she disclosed that abuse began when she was eight. Um, But it said later that she tried to recant accusations but was ignored. I'm inclined to believe her original outcry. Every cult seems like a lot of fun until people start touching kids, Mm -hmm. but it seems like that's what it's mostly about a lot of the time. So documents... I feel like it boils down to uh, money sex or drugs always yeah it's one of the three or two of the three yeah which power yeah um so documents released by the county district attorney's office um allege that he was planning to actually marry her um although the group has denied it so he was uh indicted in december 2007 and in 2008 found him guilty of aggravated sexual assault of a child He's currently serving 30 years in prison. Did they try and make it better by saying he was going to marry her? Yeah. Well, I'm going to make an honest victim out of this Pretty woman. Much. That's Jesus. terrible. That, well, that's why a lot of girls get married in those cults. Is It's covering up abuse oh, a lot of the time. That makes a lot um, of sense. And they, it's terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean... <sighs> they motioned for a new trial in 2009, but were rejected. Biblically, Good. There, there is... In the Bible, there is some messed up passages about, in like... In the Old Testament, In the yeah. Old Testament about, like, if you rape a woman... You have to marry Then you her. have to marry her, which is some fucked up shit, but as, it's... As recompense, basically. Yeah, and but it, it's, like, something that people kind of reference or can use to hurt people, and, yeah, yeah it's some fucked up shit. I'm not into it. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, in February of 2008, Israel Hawkins was arrested and then moved to Taylor County Jail on four counts of bigamy because he was married to a bunch of different people. Uh, his bail was set at $10 million, but then later reduced to $100,000. Uh, in 2009... Did he plead guilty? No. The bigamy charges against him were dismissed because he pled guilty instead to child labor charges because they had children as lo- as young as about 11 working on the compound. Do you think when he was in court he was like, uh, look, those other charges that wasn't me, but I am going to cop to this charge. And uh, Hey, that's pretty big of me. You know what uh, I'm saying? That's eight, very, eight, that's a, eight. I'm the bigger guy so you can really say this real <laughs> big of me. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm not cool with? That was multiple charges. I think that we should just stick to one charge, uh, your honor. Um, here, I'm very big of you. Okay. Here's what I have from the Bible about prophets whose prophecies don't come true. False prophets. Um, Which are probably worse consequences than the legal ones. Uh, Deuteronomy 18.20 says, But a prophet who presumes to speak in my name anything I have not commanded, or a prophet who speaks in the name of other gods, is to be put to death. Uh, Jesus got bars, bitch. Or he's a huge fan of Ezekiel, so let's go with Ezekiel 33.33. The Lord says, when all this comes true, and surely it will, then they will know that a prophet has been among them. The reverse is also true. When a so-called prophecy does not come true, the prophet who spoke it is not of God. Go fuck yourselves. That's what it says? It says go fuck yourself? No, that's just me. Um, Word of the Lord. Yeah. So, public records show that... Hey, I'm God. Go fuck yourself, dude. I'm fucking God. 
all right, I gotta go. I gotta go wrestle some fucker. <laughs> uh, public records show that he owns $2.1 million in land. Ooh. Housing and mobile homes. Uh, he reportedly gets church members to sign over property before leaving the compound or when joining the compound. Oh, oh fuck. Piece of shit. Yeah. Um, Trash man. In their warehouse-like sanctuary, Hombre de uh, he has about a dozen poster-sized pictures of himself Ugh. along the front wall. He's not even uh, compelling he's, to look at. He's Yeah, he blink and you miss him. He's, you know. Uh, what I don't understand is the... Who married this dude ever? Like, who was the like first... Like, 12 like, people. Why, yeah. though? What I don't understand is, like, clearly these dudes have these, like, crazy fucking narcissism issues and women are just like... Oh, he's so confident. I just really it's, feel safe. It's like a confidence and charisma thing. And his in his wife's blog, I highly recommend that you read it if you get the chance. She mentioned that a lot where she's like, he was, you know, he seemed to have everything together. He seemed so put together. He was so nice and, you know, charming. And it's kind of disarming. Um, hmm. So if you're wondering what life is like on the compound. Um, Worshippers, if they're going to go into the sanctuary, have to remove shoes. Feet and hands are then sprayed with disinfectant Mm. before they come in. Men and women are seated on separate sides of an eight-foot dividing wall in the sanctuary. Women wear long clothing and veils for modesty, and everyone, everyone wears gloves for cleanliness. So this is like a mix between, like, some traditional temples... And the TSA. Exactly. Okay. Um, And if you're wondering why the police haven't been to this compound because there's children there and why it took them so long to get there, um, it's because the authorities feared that Hawkins would lead their group to a tragic end like David Koresh. So yeah, David Koresh really messed it up with like how the FBI deals with right. cults and other uh, everyone sort of things. does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't understand the appeal of this guy. This guy looks like he would be cast as a character named Guy Waiting for Bus. Yeah, see, he looks like one of the evil professors from Harry Potter. Oh, that's pretty good. That yeah, is actually for sure. Um, but they were concerned about a similar confrontation, so they had a warrant for nearly three months. Um, and then didn't arrest him until they spotted him driving through town. So they literally staked him out and waited. Because they wanted him to be away from the children or hostages yes. or anyone he could mm-hmm. hurt. That's smart. I like exactly. it. Exactly. Down for it. Um, he told his con- congregation after getting out on bail, I'm not asking much of you. I'm just asking that you be willing to die rather than leave this house. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I, I gotta say, I am gonna leave. We are. We've been talking and we are all gonna leave. Look, if you could just leave your life at the door, feel free to leave, but we're going to have to keep it. When you say it like that, so you know I got to stay. And if you could leave your shoes at the door as well. Now we're going. You blew it. You pushed too far. Anyway, he uh, passed away in 2014, not 2006. So uh, 2014, he passed away of old age. Um, but their website is still very much live. You can watch live streams. There are other preachers. And if you go to the final page, there's a page on their website that basically says, people call us a cult. And it has this disclaimer. You came across the house of Yahweh, which has caught your attention. You're interested. They seem like the real deal until you read a little more on Google. (laughs) And then it lists out like articles, like saying bad things about them, but it doesn't let you click on them. 
And you, and then it says, what's all this, you wonder? A bit of doubt creeps in, but you're open-minded. You haven't come this far to be discouraged, discouraged by hearsay, but you would like to know what's behind the negativity. Is it true? What are you really getting yourself into? Why there's so much propaganda against the house of Yahweh. Dun, 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 dun. So that basically is the house of Yahweh. They're still around. Um, they've kind of shifted through other elders in the church. Um, even though the original brothers have died and they're still on that compound. So they don't have guns though. Okay. Well, that's good. There mm. is a house. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll stop. <laughs> We're all too tired. For I know. I was like, I was like, I'm not, I could improv, but I don't, I don't nope. want to lay down. <laughs> that they call the residing sun. Hey. With extra wine. Yeah. There's no wise to begin with. I know it's is the extra wise really got me that and this guy being like, hey, it's me, Buffalo Bill. Listen up about Judaism like that. Yeah, the rough part. Yeah. What was real frustrating for me is is a bunch of white people doing what they think Jewish people would do, which is frustrating as hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we got a special little surprise for you. See, this is coming out on June 4th, right? Yes. June mm-hmm. 3rd was yesterday, Sunday, mm-hmm. June 3rd, the Lord's Day. Uh, but the Lord, the Lord, Lord, here's the thing. Sometimes you got to share a day, and you picked a hell of a partner to share a day with because June 3rd is National Cheese Day. Yes. To celebrate National Cheese Day, we have actually been eating a plate of page, so two of Paige's favorite cheeses. Two of my favorite all cheeses. The cheeses. And uh, something that we talked about on um, all of our social media stuff is that we had uh, some listeners send in questions, and uh, we're going to answer them in a separate mailbag episode that'll be coming out later. Um, but one of the questions, very pertinent to now and all of the cheese memes going on, so I want to ask you guys yes. real quick. This question comes to us on the Facebook group uh, from Susan. And Susan asks, uh, what are each host's top five cheeses? Top five. So I brought two of my top five today. Yes. I've got two-year-aged Dubliner cheddar and smoked flagship from Beecher's Cheese in Seattle. So good. So good. So um, I also enjoy at Christmas Whole Foods has like a white cheddar with cranberries, which is very delicious. Um, Rogue Blue Stilton. And there's a dairy on Maui um, that only does goat cheese. And they have like a smoked goat cheese that's amazing. Yeah. I love mm. that Rogue Blue Stilton sounds like the name of like a country band. A little bit. <laughs> It's, yeah, Rogue Blue Cheese Dairy, and then they've got a basic blue, but then also a Stilton, and they're both phenomenal. They make amazing grilled cheeses. Uh, top five. Top five. Top Gotta go with the uh, melted brie. Ooh. Because, mm-hmm. or just any brie. I eat, I eat so much brie cheese. Um, then after that, we got fresh cheese curds that squeak in your mouth yep. from my hometown back in Illinois slash Wisconsin. I'm tired. Um... That didn't make sense as a sentence, but you get it. <laughs> and then provolone, gouda. Gouda. All the cheddars. Hmm. I'll eat any cheese. I don't Swiss round out the plate, but I got top two. And then, yes, every cheese but goat cheese. I'll eat them all. Okay. 
My top five is going to be start off real strong with Munster. Munster cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, real, real good. Uh, I told you guys this before. The reason that I love Little Caesar so much, other than the fact that it's so cheap, they use Munster cheese in their cheese mix. They do indeed. Uh, sticking on that topic, provolone, probably number two. Uh, number three is good mozzarella. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best. Um, four, I'm going to go with that mild cheddar. and Go sharp, dude. Go sharp. <sighs> Embrace the sharp. All right, all right, all right, right. Go sharp or go home. I'm going to go with sharp. And then uh, number five, controversial pick, feta cheese. I've been thinking about it. I do like feta. I love feta cheese. Sometimes as a kid, so as a kid, my mom would have a container of feta cheese and we would just eat it out Mm -hmm. of the container and then we would eat that and then we would pop. Uh, cherry tomatoes, like they were grapes. Mm. And mm-hmm. was, That's really healthy, actually. Yeah, yeah. it was so snack. good. It's so good for you. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Yeah, I'm on board. So uh, we will, like I said, be answering a couple more questions uh, in a future episode. That'll be really fun. If you guys want to send us a question, you can send it to our social media. Um, our Facebook page is thriving, going very well. It's yeah, cold join podcast. the Facebook group. It's so fun. It's fun. We will post a link. To the Facebook group to join on our other social yeah, media? Yeah, I mean, it'll ask you questions to join. They're more just for fun so that I can get to know things about you as I approve members. Yeah, really um, just answer whatever you want. Yeah, no, it's fun. Um, and our um, we've got a Facebook page and a Facebook group. The Facebook group, I think, is more fun. There's a little more conversation. Yeah. Um, but the Facebook page also has some stuff going on, too. So join both. Don't miss out. Join our cult. I Don't mean, suffer what? from FOMO. There you go. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Cult Podcast Show. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Cold Podcast. If you want to send us an email, we are at cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. If you want to send us something physical, like your love, affection, or, or money. Or cheese. Send us Please cheese. Send it the right way, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. just put it in an envelope, because I have tried, and it does not show up well. It doesn't. Um, also, as we said last week, we are accepting skulls. Filled with sour cream. <laughs> In drawing and real form, Correct. please. Love mm-hmm. it. And if you'd like to send any of those things, or anything else uh, legal or non-harmful, go ahead and send that to 3756 West Avenue 40, Suite K, number 237, Like the, the Shining, Shining, Los Angeles, California, 90065. And don't drink the Kool-Aid but with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink the Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid or the Kool-Aid. Ooh, I like that one. I actually want to drink Kool-Aid. I would kind of drink that. I would yeah, drink that sounds it's cool. got yay in the middle of it. That's how okay. you know it's fun. I bet this is a Kool-Aid with bubbles. Ooh. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.